Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, this is Johnny Hawkins with Nothing More, and you're tuned into Side Jams with Brian Reisman. Greetings, everyone. This is Brian Reisman with Side Jams. In our episode today, we have the frontman and lyricist of Papa Roach, the artist formerly known as Kobe Dick, hero <laughs> uh, killer in The Retaliators, yes. and perky role model for his children. He does all of those things and more. Jacoby Shaddix. Yo, what's up, B? How you living? I'm good, man. It's great to chat with you again. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me, man. For real. Last time I saw you at the Who show, the H-H-U, that Who, in Bowery Ballroom in... Uh, and what did you think of that show, by the way? Oh, it was great, man. I, uh, I had actually just... We shot a video. We shot a music video the day before for uh, my feature on the song Wolf Totem with those guys. Yes. And so I got to hang yeah. with them the day before and kind of rap with them and get to know them a bit. And the, and then being able to see them live and pull off what they do is, it's just so unique, so rad, so different, so fun, such a good vibe. And Bowery was the perfect place to see that. You know, it was a good, that was a great night. And you guys, I mean, it's interesting. I, I you know, reading about, we've, you know, we chatted recently for Grammy and we've done a lot of other interviews over the years. Yeah. And I noticed you guys... Unlike some bands, you haven't gone through that period where you split up and did nothing. You've literally just been recording and touring for yeah. like a quarter century, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so I know that we were, I was going to ask you what we're going to chat about for side jams. And it clearly, very clearly, when you're not rocking it indoors, you really need to get outdoors. Like you like to get away from everything. You, so you yeah. like to go canoeing. And uh, I think you used to do marathon running, too. Yeah, man. Running, running has been an integral part of my physical health as well as my mental health. That was something through the pandemic that really like, it helped me out right when the pandemic had set in, I was in good shape at that point and, and uh, everything was shut down. I was like, well, at least I can go outside. And I had these trails along this river um, where I live in Sacramento, the American river. And I would just go out on those trails and run long runs every day. It was just like a way to get away, listen to music, come up with ideas, make sense of what was happening in my life and the world. And, you know, for me, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I get in this, uh, 
almost like this trance in a way. And I'm not a fast runner. You know, I'm like 10 minute mile, sometimes a nine minute mile, but right around that 10 minute mile, I'm just cruising, just breaking that sweat. And it's like, it's, it brings me peace. Whenever I get done with that thing, with that run, whether it's three mile run or whether it is five, six, eight, nine, ten mile run, it's there's a peace that comes over me. And I'm the type of guy that I'm I'm pretty tightly wound. And it's a it's a you good think? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it's it's just been a great way for me to 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 stay healthy, but then also for my brain. You know, it's it gets me outdoors. I need the sunshine on my face. I found that you know, when I'm indoors all the time, it's not good for my mental. Um, and so getting that blood flow and getting my body moving has been key. You know, I've done one marathon in my life. Um, and I was slow as hell, but that didn't matter. I, <laughs> I, I finished it. Um, you know, but after I did that, I was like, all right, cool. I did that. I don't know if I necessarily need to do that again. Um, and pre pretty recently, uh, to be forthright and honest, I, I ran myself into submission, like before about a month ago. Really? Yeah. I ran my body into like, I was, I messed myself up um, because I wasn't stretching and I was running, you know, six to yeah. nine, I was running six to nine miles every day for like almost three weeks straight. I was just like, mm. I'm just getting it. You know, and I kind of get in these obsessive rhythms sometimes, and it and it's not necessarily, not always healthy. And uh, I literally, it was <laughs> it was weird, man, because I mean, I'll be straight. I was like, I feel like somebody kicked. I felt like somebody had kicked me in my balls, and it was like that for like twenty four hours a day. And I went wow. to my doctor, and he's like, "Dude, your your body's like so tight and so seized up." that you need like you need to do something different bro you need to get into like some yoga and so recently i've been i've been doing yoga and that's kind of and i'm terrible at it i'm totally not flexible no, we're dog it, all that stuff all that dude it hurts i'm it's i it's not graceful it doesn't look good but it's it's <laughs> necessary i don't feel like i've been kicked in my balls anymore which is good um and so for me, I'm one of those people. It's I kind of struggle for with balance. I think that's one of my one of my struggles in my life, as as I yeah. learn more about myself and my tweak, my, you know, my my I guess my idiosyncrasies or. And so balance is something that I'm trying to strike, and I got to be aware of it. So I don't want to be obsessively running just so I'm trying to escape something. And uh, another thing that I've discovered too is uh running without uh music that was that was a turning point really? for, yeah running running without music i did i ran with music i go in spurts with and without um but running without music i've found is if i really don't want to run i force myself to go do it and i won't take the music i'm like all right i gotta see if i'm mentally tough enough to go do this and so I don't know if it's me just testing my mental toughness or whatever, or what I got. And, but I've found that as I've done that, uh, the, the, the negative self-talk loop 
just disappears. It's like I'm able to Without work. Music. Yeah, man. It's like I'm able to work through, you know, because I'll put music on and then it's like all of a sudden I'm comparing my career to somebody else's career and I'm comparing my record sales to their record sales. And I'm like, oh, God. And I'm trying to do this running thing. You know, and I'm like, all right, this ain't working. And so uh, running without music has been uh, very good for me. It's I could just work out whatever type of issues I got going on in my mind. And I come back and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm clear headed. I'm ready to go. And uh, so, yeah, man, running has been a, a really important thing to my, in my life. And, you know, getting outdoors in general is important. And over the pandemic, I was like, well, over the pandemic, I realized I didn't, I don't have, I didn't have hobbies. I realized that about my life. I was like, people ask me like, what are your passions? Yeah. What are your passions? What are your hobbies? And I'm like, playing music like it's that's that's <laughs> that you know and 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 when the pandemic set in i was like i gotta find a damn hobby and uh, you know i'll just kind of take you a little on a little journey through the things that get me off uh running is one of them obviously i just yapped about that for a while um yeah but also outdoor life man i got myself a canoe and i got my little dude a, a little paddle board and we got this place called Lake Natomas that's right up the way from my place. And that is just the get out there, get on the water, get the sun on your face, and just paddle around, find a cool place, have a little picnic for a minute, get back out on the water, paddle up to the rocks. We climb these up these rocks, jump off the rocks into the lake. Like, it's just getting in touch with nature is uh, – it's, it's very, it's healing to me. I feel it puts me in a, a sense of peace um, in the rigmarole of everyday life. Um, I'm not riding a kayak, you know, down a crazy river. That's not what I'm doing because I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not advanced like that. Um, who knows, maybe in the future, but you know, for me, it's just like putzing around this little lake and getting out there and also fishing too. We fish off the kayak. We do that. That's been a good little uh, thing to, I, I used to do it on the road. I don't do it on the road much anymore. Um, but yeah. For, Lizzie, Hale likes to, Lizzie Hale likes to fish. She's posted a bunch of photos of her. Oh, she man. finds that really peaceful. It is, man. It's a, it's a good vibe, dude. It just kind of, I think to be able to slow the pace of life down every once in a while is important. Um, and then lastly, I like, I like outdoor yard work. It sounds kind of weird, but I like getting my hands in the dirt. I like planting plants. Huh. I like taking care of my yard. Um, and that's been something that I've really loved. And I've watched my father-in-law, uh, built, do gardens year after year after year. And I've always wanted to do a garden kind of sounds goofy, but I'd, I'd love to, to do that at some point. It's just my touring life is like, I can't do it when I tour all the time. So that's like my retirement life that I see down the road will be, uh, you know, probably growing some of my own food, which would be freaking cool. Cause my parents did that way back in the seventies, man. We had gardens and big old gardens and that's how we ate. Right. Where, where it was funny. Cause like my brother, when my parent, brother, my, and my mom would have the vegetable garden in the back of our house yeah. outside of Boston. And so we did the, you know, we did the vegetable stand thing. 
That was like the classic American kid thing to do back in Hell the 70s yeah. and 80s. So officials, and someone with the paper comes and takes your photo because you're like a little entrepreneur. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, you and well, you also, I mean, you moved around a lot as a kid too, and you had a lot of really interesting circumstances. Yep. So you learned to survive in a different way, I think, than a lot of other kids. Yeah, man, I, I, uh, adapting to new environments was always something that I had to do because we did move around so much as a, when I was a young kid. And uh, I think that helped me become a bit more outgoing because I had to or I wouldn't have friends. You know, I just like put myself out there and I, I, I moved around a lot <laughs> and so I was always the new you kid. Lived in, you guys lived in a teepee at one point too, right? Yeah, man. When I was a little teeny guy, man, um, I was probably three years old, four years old at this time. And uh, yeah, man, my parents were hippies. They were living off the beaten path and were just living bohemian hippie life. And uh, it's kind of funny because my mom would tell me stories. She's like, yeah, we had a... I was like, well, what about like when we needed to go to the bathroom? Like, cause I don't remember all these things. Like I have my, I have my mom like refresh <laughs> yeah, my exactly. memory. You know, my mom was like, well, we would actually dig like a long trench. Like we'd have a little spade shovel and dig a trench, you know, five, six foot. And then you just squat over the trench, handle your business <laughs> and then kick the dirt on top of your business. And then, you know, you'd go down and that, that trench would be there. And then, little farther away because it wouldn't smell you know a little yeah. farther away you dig that next trench and that's where you handle your business and you know we we had we lived by a little creek and my dad had like dammed up part of the river and that's where we bathed and uh you know we just had this like little tub right there well not tub but we called it the tub and that's where we bathed yeah and uh yeah man we we use this soap that i still use to this day um it's called dr broner's um, and you could do everything with this soap. You could wash your hair, you can brush your teeth with it, you can wash your body with it. You can wash your floors with it. You can wash your car with it. It's all natural, you know? So like some of those like bohemian hippie elements had, uh, I've brought them on with me in my life, but you know, I like the hairspray though, dude, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's your eighties thing. Yeah, you that's, like my to 80s. Make sure that that's my poison shining through. Well, you know, it's it's interesting. You talk so you take you take your youngest son, right? When you're talking to you on canoeing. Yep. He's a he's a he's a little adventurous child. Actually, my older boys too, man. I told when I just left on tour, they were like, "Hey, can we take your canoe out?" I'm like, "Dude, drive it like you stole it, man. Go have fun. Get out there. Just don't drown." So, and they've been <laughs> they've hit me up. Mikhail hit me up already, and he was out on Lake Natomas in my canoe, and he's like, "Or not canoe, kayak." Sorry, same uh, same difference to me. I'm not too particular about it, but he's like, this is awesome, dad. I'm like, I know I've been trying to get you out on the, wa the water for a minute, dude. And so I think now I got him hooked. Plus it's like, you can get ones that are where you can put your fishing pole in. You can paddle them with your, yeah. the ones that you can paddle with your feet. Like there's a lot of stuff. My kids are into the outdoors. And so we, that's, that'll be something that we can share together for years to come. What's the difference in sort of the Zen of like running as opposed to say the Zen of canoeing? That's the difference for you in terms of finding that inner peace. Um, running is. I'm working through. I'm coming up with solutions. I'm coming up with ideas. I'm silencing voices. I'm I'm in this kind of trance space in a way. Okay. Um, whereas, 
when I'm out there on my little kayak, it's like, I'm just taking in the moment. I'm just in the moment. And I think that that is, that's important to me. I, you know, snow skiing does the same thing to me. It's like, it puts me in the moment. So many times in this life where I just find my mind wandering in places that it just doesn't need to be wandering to. And so if I can have something like kayaking, right, where it just puts me in the here and the now, that's where I can find peace. I'm like, that mindfulness is just, it's good to be in. It's a lot of noise in this world, so it gives me an opportunity to get out there and just not be around it. And not that I want to isolate and disconnect from the world because it's too crazy or whatever. It's just, it's good to get a reprieve from the, from the rigmarole and the pace of everyday life. I mean, I'm assuming you've had some sort of developed some sort of discipline over the years. Otherwise, you'd probably pop a gasket. And <laughs> oh yeah, man. I mean, it's it's about trying to strike this balance and in this this crazy world, this crazy life, and you know, finding things like running, even meditation. You know, where I can just quiet the noise is important um, because I was doing it in other ways in the past. Right. I was drowning myself in booze, self-medicating and not wanting to cope with reality. And uh, that's just no way to live. And so I choose to find healthier, healthier paths in my life to uh, kill the noise. Uh, You know what? And another I would say another thing I've realized is. A lot of people, including myself have a tendency to uh, ruminate on negative stuff. And sometimes I feel like I just, we got too much time on our hands to just sit around and think. And sometimes I just have to get up and do. And some of my best days have been days that I've just been incredibly busy throughout the whole day. And, and I'm exhausted and I'm tired at the end of the day. And I'm like, that was an amazing day because I didn't sit around and just think about me all the time. And, and so I try to find, you know, ways to keep busy, not so I'm trying to escape something, but it's just modern society has given us a lot of conveniences, um, which have afforded us a lot more time to sit and ruminate. And so just trying to find that balance, you know? So skiing, how often do you go skiing? Oh, dude, ski. well, that's a winter sport for me, obviously. So when the winter yeah. months come around, it's like I try to get up there on the hill at least a few times. Um, I didn't start skiing until after I uh, quit drinking. I had to I had to find something to replace a golf. good thing. Yeah, uh, something to replace <laughs> golf because all I would do was go golf and get hammered. And so I was like, all right, if I'm not going to golf, I got to find a new hobby. So snow skiing became that, and uh, I I live right close to Tahoe, so it's about an hour. Well, I moved down the hill a little bit farther, so it's now it's like an hour and fifteen from my house. But I'm right at great at great skiing right up the way, and that for me is just another another thing that puts me in the moment. It's just the only problem with skiing is it's fucking expensive. That's like it, it's yeah. just too fucking expensive. It's like I, I, now I know why I didn't when I was younger because it's just and- ugh. And my family didn't do it when I was younger, but I went on a, a Spanish, a, a, an exchange trip to Spain in high school for three weeks. And they put us up with these very wealthy people. Like, holy crap, these people have tons of money. And my family had a house in Andorra, which is this little country like, between Spain and France and the Pyrenees. Okay. 
And they wanted to go skiing, but unfortunately, it was really slushy, and you, you, they, they figured a first-time experience not a smart thing. Yeah. Um, and to talk about freaky outdoor experiences, we were going to, to meet some friends, their friends for dinner, and it was raining, and they were going down a dirt road on the side of this mountain. And I just felt like the thing was just going to start <laughs> falling apart. I'm like, these people are nuts. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. And they're yeah. like, yeah, hey, no problem, man. No That's worries. Great. You know? So, so the yoga and meditation thing is more recent, I guess, for you. Yeah. Meditation has been part of my life for about the last 10 years, uh, intermittently. You know, I'll go okay. on, on, a, on, a, on a run where I'm meditating regular, and then I won't do it for six, eight months. And then I'm like, I'm spinning out again. Maybe I should just pause and reflect and just be again. And so it's been a, it's been a healthy thing for me. But the, the, the yoga thing is, is definitely new. <laughs> it's like I laugh at myself every time I try. I heard it's actually, it's harder than you think. It's not like you just go and do these positions and like, it's, it isn't, it is the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life. It's really, it's incredibly, well, it's painful because I'm so locked up. Um, but it's like other people thought, oh, this will be easy. Like, it's just, you're holding these poses and you're just standing there and, you know, doing warrior one, warrior two, you know, and it, once you're holding these uh, triangle pose. And I'm doing that thing for a while. And I'm like, Oh God, I'm sweat drip. I'm profusely sweating. And I'm, I can't hold some of these poses for longer than like 10, 15 seconds, 20 seconds. And it's not like I'm doing crazy, uh, advanced yoga. I'm like beginner style. <laughs> I'm just like a little baby yoga boy. Is there any general fitness routine that you have beyond running? Um, I had a trainer for about eight months uh, that I just recently stopped going to because now I'm out on tour. Um, and it was really good to do some weight training. That for me was awesome. That was just to build strength in my body. And, uh, then I, once I quit going to my trainer, then I started running insanely and that's when I got hurt. So now I'm like, I'm always trying to find some way to, you know, stay healthy or stay sane without using, you know, substances. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's funny. We talk, I was thinking about like running with your knees because I heard it gets harder on your knees as you get older. I mean, you yourself, I think, talked recently in an interview about the fact that you were on stage and the guy's like, "Be careful of these monitors because, like, you could yes. you know, hurt yourself." And and what did you? It was, so it was like it was like this at a weird angle. Yeah, man, I went out on the. There was these big old speaker sub speakers in front of the stage. He's like, "Oh, do you want me to tape them off?" I'm like, "I don't worry, dude. I'm fine. I'll just roll out there." Well, I roll out there, I'm dancing around, dude, roll my fucking ankle right up in the little hole where the, the grip is to like grab the speaker, rolled my ankle. I'm hobbling around on stage. It's still kind of hurt a little. It's, I mean, I could still go do my thing, yeah. but it's achy still. And this was like a month and a half ago. And so I rolled it pretty good. Um, and so, and yeah, anytime I get injured as, as an adult now, it just, it, it's not like I was 15 years old and just roll your ankle and you're good the next day. <laughs> my uh my time is limited my time to get rad is limited so i gotta well, you're I gotta also, pace my get rad you're a hyperactive front man and i'm sitting yeah. there thinking you know, what's it gonna be like at 60 years old i mean it's gonna be I'll like st i'll still be a fucking spaz dude i still will i'm just that's just who i am now you like it you yeah. enjoy it this is good it's who i am mate right on well, hey, man, it was great chatting with you, dude. I got to bounce. Oh, I got I to I hit catering because it's coming to that time. And uh, it was right great on. chatting with you, Brian, for real.
Yeah, it was good. Thanks again, and we'll uh, hopefully we'll chat soon. Oh, we will. Something else. I'm sure we will. And maybe I'll have new hobbies by then. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.